Welcome to the Story Tinker Podcast, a place for in-depth analysis of Webtoon stories. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character struggles, relationship development, and of course, theories. You can follow the Story Tinker on YouTube, podcast platforms, and social media. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support the Story Tinker on Patreon. We are really appreciative of your likes, subscribes, and follows on all platforms. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 147 of Let's Play on The Story Tinker. And today we have Emily and Seth Sabra. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm Emily. Um, and let's get into this. So we start off with a uh, flashback from chapter 60, I think you said, Mindy? Okay. So we start from a flashback from chapter 60, um, where we see uh, Ava looking very meanly into the camera. We're looking at Charles saying, you told me you like confident women. And he holds up his finger in his sexy domineering way and says, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, Oh God. And then, so I'm like, I'm not, trust me. Like I'm, I'm hundred percent a Sam Charles shipper, but like that finger on the lips is like doing things to me, even though it's not Sam. And it was supposed part. to, it was supposed to. Yeah. It's funny. It's my reaction is the opposite. I'm like, get your yeah. hands off of me. Nobody tells me what to do. I, <laughs> yeah. I very much do not like them. Nobody tells me what to do, but I do like it when they try. <laughs> okay. So like, I, I was just about to say that. I like, that's a hundred percent it. Like, don't tell me what to do. I'm not going to listen. But actually, like, give it a shot because, like, I might enjoy you attempting it. <laughs> it's not going to work, but I'll enjoy the attempt. Um, 100%. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's very interesting noticing, like, how people like different things. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, one thing I, I also like, noticed about Eva, and Eva, I find her an interesting person because um, you see right away in the first panel what I think maybe personifies her. She's very assertive. She's very aggressive. She's very direct. She's very blunt but she's still blushing when she says that. And mm -hmm. true. this whole- And she's got a little uh, like worry sweat drop. Right. Mm -hmm. And when this happened, I guess I'll say how I, how I feel about how Charles treated her in this new thing at the end. But I feel like, you know, she is, she does have some vulnerability when it comes to talking to him. Like she does want him to some extent, right? Which is what um, you know, he told her at some point, right? Because she he said to her, like, oh, I don't want feelings, right? That was with her, that was with Ava, right? Yes. Uh, Charles said um, that she she broke the rules because she became too attached. Yeah. So that's like it's a little hard for me to see that where she is, you know, still her personality with like her toughness and her strength, but she obviously does care about what he thinks of her. So kind of made what comes up like very like hard to watch. <laughs> It was, it was for sure. And she's kind of has, she has that kind of like bratty person, like that bratty sub kind of personality to her where it's like, she likes to push, but like- She love. was pushing him. I don't know. I don't feel as sorry for her because I saw what she did to his poor body with the bruises all over. And I was just like, oh, that's too much. It's too much. But and I'm right in the middle where like, I, I feel like I, I pity her, but I also think she's tough enough and, and she- will be fine so right. she she showed that this episode she oh yeah totally sure. yes <laughs> which we see so we uh we see charles using his body like the little manipulative mm -hmm. sexy boy that he is and he has her <laughs> literally 
eating out of the palm of his hand with that finger tilt, which gets me every, I, the finger tilt. Yeah, that kills me. Um, and then More he grabs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Then he grabs her, twists her face, and says, "There is a difference between a woman with confidence and one who is simply being a bitch." I highly recommend Miss Eva Lawson that you learn the difference. And that is like, so I get it, Mindy. That's that's harsh. That's but I like, think I felt like she was so ashamed after that. That's like shaming her. Whoa. And which is probably why she felt the way she did going on. But um, I think I remember when I first read this also being like, yeah, <laughs> but that's probably because I was still looking for Charles to show his true colors. Mm. And I was like, the way she was uh, demeaning him, I I have a mother who is very, um, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? So uh, she is a marriage counselor. And so she has to deal with uh, a lot of um, marriage issues. And so she sometimes has a very low opinion of men. Mm. Uh, and yet, in my experience, I've had a lot of amazing men in my life. And so I have this dual um, shouting in my brain is like, uh, we can't just put men in this evil box because they're men. And, you know, so I kind of sometimes when I feel like that's happening I want to see them break through a little bit um, and show some good colors now I'm not saying what he did was very kind but I did like that he was standing up for himself and he wasn't I, I don't know does that make sense yeah I get sense? no I get what you're, you're getting at and I I like he has a very complicated past with with women personally so I understand that this is building up this is this is deepening his his character um you know I also don't like when a character is too likable. Um, I like, you know, a character kind of needs uh, some- We, we know. <laughs> yeah, okay, true. I'm the wrong person to be speaking about this because I love villains. But um, but yeah, so I, I do, I think that having flaws gives people character um, and it it makes you appreciate the the changes that they go through um the the good things that they that they you know can accomplish all the sweeter for the fact that they've you know overcome harder things so mm -hmm. he had an obviously hard marriage you know marriage that lost all of his trust in relationships um he boxed himself up into this little perfect corporate welsh boy and now got him tied up all in chains tied yeah. up on chains yeah and and uh he's got rules now and he uh has a quick temper you know he obviously takes takes out his um he's he has rules and he has laws and he has a bound set of of rules for himself and for others that of how he thinks he should uphold them so um i think this was an interesting dynamic just to see he, what his rules are how he treats people that step outside of the rules and then how it's how he's changing now um we saw how and, and who he's changing for which i think is yeah. oh one more point what he's actually saying here it, i think that's exact what he's saying is what i completely agreed with mm -hmm. because uh women can sometimes be so confident but it's in such a negative way they just sound like bitches Mm -hmm. And so when I read this, it was um, kind of reaffirming to me what he's trying to give Sam. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. He doesn't want her to become an Eva. <laughs> he's not looking for that. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to um, turn her into this, but he's trying to explain the difference between confidence and just being mean. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of entertaining. <laughs> and I don't think, which, okay, so we're going to get to this in a second. I don't think he liked the idea of being used. Um, he obviously has a sensitive spot with uh, trust in relationships with, um, with genuine feelings. Um, and I think at that point he realized that she was looking to use him for whatever means that was going to be. Um, and then Rile we, him up. Yep. And then we get to the upcoming scene where we see Charles the next morning walking up to Sam's apartment and he remembers the memory oh. from, I'm assuming, was it yesterday? Like the day? Yeah, before? it was the night, the night before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so before we do that, can I just say a little bit more about the um, previous scene, the, the flashbacks? So I have to just commend Charles for his masterful use of, I think, you know, you start, you, you said that with like the, the lips, but he also like, he, he does everything to make her think that it's going to be affectionate, like the lips and the net and, you know, he pulls her in, like pulls her hips in and even the, the grabbing the neck. So Eva, if I recall correctly, is the one that was interested in like BDSM stuff. So it is a pretty aggressive move, but I think but she understands something. that. She might even like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, she definitely likes it in their sexual stuff. So I think that maybe he wouldn't do it to any random woman because it is oh, a yeah. pretty aggressive move to do that. But I think he understands yeah. that she would be okay with it, I guess. In all honesty, it probably wasn't the motions that was uh, more of the sting. It was the words probably that stung her, <laughs> that got her so... Yeah angry in that departing scene when he's walking away you can see her That's seething point, yeah. blushing but seething at the same time yep yeah it's complex emotions <laughs> i know why does that make me so attracted to you and why am i so pissed off <laughs> exactly yeah 100%. No. yeah would, would not do it for me but yeah i married a super super passive man <laughs> apparently that's how i like him <laughs> for better or for worse <laughs> that's good though for a passive man it's great Mm -hmm. it really it really you're is. allowed to like different things oh yeah it's, i married a man in the middle yeah I married a man in the middle yep mm -hmm. and i'm okay with that yeah <laughs> yeah I, that's, that's, that's pretty much me too. <laughs> considering i do love villains and very troubling characters in most of my webtoons um i do like uh, I don't know if anyone read my dear cold-blooded king but like i like the villain in that too like wait, I wait, who was the, which which villain uh, yeah. Well, the actual Utah, or, or what was the one that he name? grew up with. Oh yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. uh, I forget. Yeah. His, I forget like yeah, he was. Weird I have words. a quote yeah. for you that just it, it's the perfect quote. It just sums up exactly what I look for in a man. It's from Anna Vavinley, I believe. It's probably from the movie. I don't think it's actually in the book. But uh... <laughs> oh my gosh, I know that line. I know what line you're gonna say. I remember, I remember it just that was in, like fifth grade when I first saw it. I know. <laughs> and and it's um uh, her friend is asking her, you wouldn't want to marry a wicked man? And she's like, of course I don't want to marry a wicked man, but I would like it if he could be wicked. <laughs> yes, such a good line. Love that. Is that the line? I'm assuming that's the line. Okay, I missed it because my darling daughter came in, but is it the line where she said, I want a man who could be bad if he wanted to be bad? That one? I would like it if he could be wicked. Right. <laughs> I okay. think she's positive with Marilla, but yes, I love 100% that. that line. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good line. I think that reading that line was like, oh, wait, 
<laughs> as a kid, I was just like, yeah, I can see me marrying a guy like that. I don't want him to be wicked, but I'd like it if he could. <laughs> that, I need to print that and like staple it to my forehead. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So back into this, we get the scene from yesterday again at the fencing studio. I don't know what you call them. Um, and our little homeboys wrapped up in chains again. Um, I love the use of the chains behind the panels because it's very subtle. Like if you're not paying attention, like you miss it. I remember when we first saw them and it's like, oh, what are those chains? And then we saw them again and we're like, oh, wait, there's, that means something. Yep. Yeah. I, it's such, so the um, use of emoticons, but like inanimate objects or, or emotions or things that are then like imbued with energy. Like these like chains are like, they're so visceral and they're like, we can tell like the emotion behind Like when them. they go after Vicky and yeah. Exactly. And then like, and then in general, like even just like the emoticons or whatever they're called, like the, like the personification of like, it, emotions. Know, like two ideas linked into something normal. Like it's this disembodied person, but it's rage. It's whatever. It's these chains that really like restrained and, um, you know, you know, locking himself away. So I think it's just like really fascinating the use of outside elements, um, for the characters, you know, emotions, um, but we get a little bit of role reversal here where uh, Ava's looking at Charles now with a, wow, you must have it bad to be considering me, which self-deprecating. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he's looking at her with his, uh, you know, when um, Sam gets lust, it you, her eyes turn this kind of uh, auburn color. You can kind of see yeah, and they get red. A slit. Yeah. And with slit. Charles, his are a brighter blue. Yeah. A brighter blue. And yes, the slit on the cat eye look. Goes all, yeah, a little sneak. I love it. Um, yeah. So is that him touching? No, it's her touching him going up. So it's, uh, but it's like you said, we did have fun together. Oh, she's taunting him. And look at how he just leans into her hand there. Like all of us, you know, all of us were like, yeah, everyone's biting. Gravitational yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone's buying their tongues i mentioned also his hair is gorgeous just has to be said <laughs> also like, they have nice got a <laughs> they've got the cute little cuts going on there um but yeah so she's taunting him the two of us together do you still miss the fun we used to have tell me you do and she's using literally the same thing like the, the mm -hmm. lip lean the sweet little you know temptress and then as soon as he starts to fall into it she pulls the same move and turns it right back on him with the with the chin grab and the twist. She got him good. She got me yeah. good too, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. And like that's look at how angry like she's she's still pissed off. And like honestly, like like he says, it's a good thing she holds a grudge. Um because <laughs> that was about to turn. Yeah. Who's the bitch now, right? Mm -hmm. My goodness. I'm very proud of her. I think that was a very good move on her part. Actually, for you, <laughs> my love for Eva in this grew <laughs> like 50 points. I was like, yes, because he really like, that. He did. He did. I mean, keep it in your pants, buddy. Right. Um, yeah. He he deserved it. He was not invited. Yeah. And heaven knows he didn't behave. <laughs> in the past to be welcome so, and also yeah. she didn't want his pity which i kind of appreciate you know it wasn't it like wasn't, a it wasn't even pity he wanted her because he's lusting that's it and yeah. that would totally be using that her. Was lust. especially if she developed feelings then of course she doesn't want to be used that way so yeah. yes 
good for her. <laughs> yes, no, I completely agree. As much as I love Charles, he deserved this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he needed I mean, a good. He needed him. a good <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Sometimes the best men do. <laughs> no, well, everyone. I mean, or no, know, we, we all make mistakes and do stupid things. So, putting in reminders. Place. But to be honest, Sam put a number on him that last time we saw the poor man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he's not in his right mind. No. <laughs> He's thinking with his, what do they say, their lizard brain. It's no longer Charles. <laughs> it's a devolved version of him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it me? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, we see Charles. He's still walking up the steps after remembering that instance the previous night. Thank goodness Eva holds a grudge. Otherwise, I would have ended up doing something I regretted. Which mad about answers that. our prediction. We were like, the whole fandom was invited on, would he? will hear you now we know he would have yeah and to be honest as much as it would have hurt the fandom he's allowed to yeah he and sam are not a thing yet he would have been allowed to the reason i think people get upset is because it is another obstacle for their ship and they don't want that yeah (laughs) so all right but then he goes on she's right though I was behaving inappropriately and I was like okay good you at least least what you did was wrong yes Mm -hmm. inappropriate I think that's that's the best thing you know I I think that one of the things that like I try like is always foremost on my mind is like how do I become a better person and how do I fix my mistakes and the things I'm doing wrong and it's it's something I mean to me I think it's the most important thing I can do with my life right is become a better person by the time I die and you know seeing people go through this process where they're evaluating themselves and trying to make themselves be better and making those course corrections as they go through life Mm -hmm. which is what a normal person would do nobody is able to just be perfect all of the time they've got to make these course corrections as they as they travel through um I also think um he was behaving inappropriately can also maybe apply to him losing his temper with the kids and everything you know just I gotta yeah, the whole the whole thing. He was just behaving inappropriately. Um, yes, it has been a while for me, but that is no excuse for my behavior. So his I, so his immediate thought was like, well, I was horny, so <laughs> like, yeah, that was my my little bit of an excuse. He's like, no, that's not an excuse. <laughs> Personally, okay, you guys can disagree with me, but I kind of feel like with all of these chains, uh, he is just one hundred percent in complete denial of the extent the chemistry is between him and Sam. Mm, yeah, probably. Well, I don't know if he, does, do you think he even gives it a thought? Like, I feel like he doesn't even want to think about it. He probably doesn't because if he has to think about it, he has to think about walk, uh, about what his wife did to him, to be perfectly honest, because he's not ready for a real relationship until he can he needs to confront- process what happened in the past. And mm-hmm. um, in the Q&A with Mongi that we did a while back, she mentioned that we only see for Charles past, we only see what he thinks about. So I thought it was kind of poignant when he goes to open the door, but we Mm -hmm. do not see what's past it. We know what's past it, but we never see it. And it's because he does not think about it. So I think you're right. I think he doesn't want to think about it. So I think part of his behavior isn't just because he's horny, but because he is suppressing a lot more than he thinks. That's Mm -hmm. just me. No, I think that's an f- accurate statement. And also, he, so you have to, 
it's one of those, you know, you can't love someone else till you can love yourself. So he already feels degraded. I'm sure. Um, a lot of times that, you know, that kind of lifestyle that he's leading now is based off of, you know, he feels some kind of amount of shame. So he, he displaces that, um, he kind of pushes it out on others, um, and uses that as a kind of release. And I don't think Sam would be receptive to that kind of attitude. So he's going to have to, he's going to have to confront, you know, Sam is looking for honesty. He's going to understand that. And she's also, a very different person from the other women he's been seeing relationship wise she's you know relatively shy and innocent um so for him to be able to continue living in his world is just not going to work for them nope. so that's going to be a, a pretty big obstacle and that's a lot to process for him so mm-hmm. um which makes it all the more sweeter for us as readers because we like that pain <laughs> we like we like the growth through the pain i think yes so, um, okay, we can talk more about that because I feel like there's more in this episode where we can discuss that. I've always said that one of my favorite things about this is how every character has a level of trauma that they're mm-hmm. working through and that the goal of the author isn't to delve, to dish out more trauma to them, mm-hmm. but help them grow through their trauma. And I think that's really refreshing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost feel like it's a, a guide for a lot of people going through certain issues like anxiety and, and, mm. and loss. And all right. So he's um, walking down the hallway towards her door. I have been acting like a rutting stag eager to slake my thirst with a comely doe. Which is the cutest. I really wish thing. I could like, do a Welsh accent, but I have no Welsh accent. <laughs> no, got nothing. <laughs> he's so he's so eloquent and he's so gentlemanly. Even when like you, we were, we just said he's horny and he's like, I am like a running stag. He's waxing poetic. That's the most poetic way to say I'm horny I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. I think it's adorable. No wonder everyone loves him. I know. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, love it. All right. And then we get the line, but I am not an animal. He's knocking, he's uh, lifting his arm up, getting ready to knock on her door. I should be controlling myself better than I have. No, Charles, you shouldn't. Control has had way too much part of your life. Yeah. It's just (laughs) bad idea at this point. Control back off. Right, but, yeah. but that's his only tool. He's like, what do I do? Uh, That's all he's got. That's the only thing that will help my problem. He's a one trick pony. Mm -hmm. But he's good at it. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I still um, want to see exactly the emotions that control has wrapped up. Now we saw a ton of them, so we could easily say all of the emotions are tied up, but personally, I just want to see, is it, is it guilt? Is it love? Is it lust? What, what is tied up? Trust is Because if you think about it, Charles has been with other women, right? But I mean, and even when he was getting close with Sam, but he never let go of that chain mm-hmm. at that point. So for me, what is he letting go of exactly? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because obviously yeah. he still lusts. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm curious. Super curious, curious is good. All right. Do we know? I don't remember. Did we ever see the emoticon that was holding the chains? Was it called yes. Control? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, well, it was late. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the season finale last time. Okay. It was we, we get it and we see Control's face coming through. 
Okay. I've, I remember the. I don't like this webcomic at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, I should be controlling myself better than I have. As he gets ready to knock, the door just opens and he looks very surprised, very shocked, and then panicked. Samara, are you all right? As he pushes through the door. <laughs> it is and Bowser's just like, yo, dude, what's up? <laughs> yeah. My buddy. Yeah. He is right? so much closer to his heart than he realizes. He is so concerned for her. Personally, I kind of think some people might disagree, but I kind of, being an animal lover, for me, I'm always like, you trust the dog. You trust yeah. the dog. Oh, 100%. <laughs> always. Yeah. 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 All right. So um, he's inside Sam's apartment and you hear, yes, Charles. And you see little Bowser. You can't see Sam, but you see little Bowser and Bowser comes to greet him as, as Sam is saying, sorry, I'm running late. That's all right. Your door was open and I was worried. You know, like I was having a heart attack. I know he's probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he's got sweat drops. Just, yeah, he was not a fellow. That was just a therapy dog in this moment for him. Yes, yes. He, that's, maybe that's why he knelt down to pet him. He's so polite, even to the dog. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> so precious. He doesn't like pet him, he shakes his hand. like a He does, yeah, it's yeah. super cute. All right, so we got um, Sam say, uh, let's see. Yeah, Sam is saying, yeah, I didn't want to leave you standing in the hall, so I just left it open for you. <laughs> <Just like laughs> um, so we're still listening to Sam in the background, but yes, uh, Charles kneels down and says, Borda, boyo. And I'm pretty sure that scene is good morning. Boy. It is. Yep. Yeah. Because um, that's what he said to Sam. Mm -hmm. Remember that. All right. Sorry, I'm running late. I was talking to a friend until morning. It's all right. All right. We got to pause here for a second so there is some questions on who was she talking to i'm assuming they meant marshall because that's where we left off it was the movie where we left off it was literally they were chatting on the balcony about her game about his design and then it panned to the moon which mm -hmm. it was late and yeah early in the morning whatever you want to mm -hmm. so that's i mean that seemed like pretty poignant that's to me. what i was thinking that's what yeah. i was thinking somebody well obviously there's the theory that it's <laughs> Yeah, the theory that that I is will, Monica. Oh, okay. No, I I'm not in the Monica theory. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I well, not until not until morning. I I don't think yeah. that all the way till morning. I think it's more likely they were discussing the game. That makes that's just what makes sense. Uh, Sam's game. Uh, but then somebody did point out, and I'll just say it because technically it's a possibility. Uh, well, should I mention that? We'll discuss it later. Never mind. Okay. Okay. I thought it might be that she meant like. Okay, so if this. Yeah, I guess it probably did happen last night. But like, even um, I assume that she was talking more to Diane until late. And then she did talk to Marshall. But I kind of thought that maybe the, the part that made her late was actually Diane. But I don't know. I guess the truth is their interaction wasn't that long. So yeah, I guess it could make sense. Probably. Make well, sense she was Marshall. playing until late with uh, Diane um, on the she game. Spoke to Marshall after. And then we spoke to Marshall afterward. And we technically never did see the end of that conversation. It was just them talking about the game and that's where the episode ended so hmm. well we don't know uh, either way okay. you know it's funny because now I'm like um I used to be like a crazy late bird and even until fairly recently I would sleep at like till 2 3 a.m and now I'm like I could never survive and when I read this I was like Sam how are you gonna work if you stayed up till the morning go to bed coffee 
She drinks yeah. coffee. But she's also younger. Coffee. She's only 22. Like at 22, I for sure was able to do this. And I'm 32 and I can't anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I, I can't stay up late anymore. All right. So she is calling from her room. But um, I could use your help if it's not too much trouble. <laughs> Sure. And you see him getting ready to peek in. What do you need? Um, it's just that. Look at Bowser's face. He's just Look at his little face. He's, he's like, hi, mom. <laughs> What's up? Yep. All right. We see just a little corner of Sam's face. You can tell she's blushing and sweating. It's just that the zipper stuck. She's wearing that green dress that she got from her mother. That we, and she's like, I can't zip up my dress. And we see the small of her back all the way down to her waist. Mm -hmm. And what do we think is happening with Charles? <laughs> all right. Could you help me with it, please? And she looks back and gives him these doe eyes. And what does Charles love? The doe eyes. The ready <laughs> like stag is going to have issues. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got his doe. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> The chains just, I love, I absolutely love that they clink into place as soon as he sees her. Yeah. yeah. And he is just choking. He is literally just blush and a half and just sweat drops. And he is just. Yeah. And then we see. By the way, and... <laughs> should I say like TMI? So <laughs> my husband, thank God you all doesn't listen to the podcast because he, he would know the things I say. <laughs> so, <laughs> I always try to like get dressed and undressed when like in our bedroom when Yoel's there like rather than in the bathroom even though my personal preference would be in the bathroom because he likes it when I get dressed and undressed in front of him so I of course can, I can see that <laughs> it's, it's a little tactic yeah I have to say I made my husband read this entire episode <laughs> take notes sir yeah <laughs> that's take notes really <laughs> so <laughs> Um, and then we have, this is very important in bold print, I am not an animal. So he is, I am not an animal. <laughs> he is really just bold, bold print. Okay. All right. Next panel, next panel, again, chains in the background. Usually the chains are in one or two panels. Not right now. It is in every panel coming up. It's All almost right. like he has to physically, so like when you see it once, it's like, okay, they're activated. Then you just assume now it's almost like he has to remind himself that's literally, I'm not an animal. He's literally keeping the chains on like that's physically. his current mantra for yeah. Yeah. However long. All right. Sorry. I, I know it's silly. I was in such a hurry and I jammed it and she's just kind of, it's all right, Bunty. I don't mind. Yeah. Damn right. Don't mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I love how you see the height difference here. It's not, not just funny to everybody else. You can only see from here down. You don't need to see how he's how much he's flushed. That's all right. Oh, well. Height but. difference is the thing for me because I'm five exactly. Like I'm five zero and my husband is six foot two. Like, oh my goodness. Six foot two. So like this has always been like size difference is my thing. I just love it. Like so when I see this, I'm just like, ha, yes. <laughs> and again, we have. I am not an animal. Bold print. Chains. We see the we see Charles blushing with a sweat drip. We see the back of Sam and it's it's really stuck, so it might be hard to fix. <laughs> I'm more worried I will pinch you in the zipper. Oh. Really what he's worried about. So cute though. It is cute. So cute. And his little blush. His little blush and his little sweat drop. Okay. 
I am not an animal, again, in the bold print, but we can tell at this point, I didn't notice it at first, but we can tell that it's starting to fade. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. Also, her back in this next panel, like she's <gasps> art, like girl is working it. And like, the- no. Okay, Mongi, the art is- not wearing a bra. Oh no, no bra, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would just ruin the whole thing. Wow, that didn't even hit me. I don't know why, she's but very, you're right. She's very big breasted. I'm like, very that dress must did not be, have a bra. Right, like that dress must be very, very supportive. <laughs> Or she doesn't look supportive. She's just embracing it. She's keeping it. She hasn't had children. She doesn't have to worry about things drooping yet. Mm. All right. (laughs) TMI. Even before I had kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Again, the chains are in the background. We just see Charles fidgeting with the zipper. (laughs) Darn zipper. So he's worried that he's going to pinch her. And she says, I trust you. No pressure. I love that. It's so cute. No pressure. Um, again, even fainter. I am not an animal. He's trying. And failing. Trying. Failing. Very failing. All right. And then I love this. <laughs> you wanted it zipped up, correct? <laughs> With a little blush and a sweat drop. And she's just looking back, grinning. Yes, up, please. As she chuckles. So- my favorite, so this is one of my favorite themes in Midnight Popularland too, which is why I think I like Charles's deflection so much, is that when characters like Charles get um, flustered, flustered, yeah, is a good word, when they get flustered, when they are starting to lose, when they're in a, in a zone that is, they're out of their comfort zone, they're not sure where to handle things, they fall back on sexual innuendos and deflections. Yeah. It's almost like they use that, you know, as a coping mechanism. And so he goes into like full on just like sex as a defense, um, mm-hmm. which I think is like, I just, I like that. I think it's a cute, you know, character trait. He's, he, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, it's funny because I actually thought the exact opposite. I thought that, uh, well, this is very clearly a sexual moment and we'll find out like intentionally so but um I thought that he was being honest and that was I was I was like proud of him for being honest about his sexual desires because I was trying to recollect like he didn't really it is fading we can see that I'm not an animal fading so it is a possibility that that's part of his desire coming through Mm -hmm. oh for sure yeah but he's he's still using innuendos and jokes to cope with what he's going through right now i think it's a little both yeah i think he's i think he is being i mean it's the same way you say like there's a little bit of truth in every sarcasm like he obviously is feeling desire here like that's not enough like he's if she said like yeah actually unzip it like i feel like it would just those chains would be gone (laughs) (laughs) so um could i convince you to keep it down again he he rarely smiles cute little smile i know he's weird it's kind of strange. <laughs> a little smile. I'm just like, who? And the eyebrow. Like, he's like, he's, he doesn't smile honest. very often. Mm-hmm. He doesn't smile very often, but he's blushing. And then again, even fainter, even fainter. I am not an animal. All right. And I like this. He's really trying to fidget with that zipper. Again, the chains are in the background. Struggles. Charles, this is embarrassing, embarrassing enough as it is. I don't even know if he's struggling with the zipper because it's still stuck. Or if he's just struggling emotionally, if he's yeah. going to actually pull it up because he's enjoying it too much where it is. I think he's mm-hmm. just, yeah, nervous and like not even really focusing on it. <laughs> yeah, I read it as nervous, but it could, you're right. It could just be like him fidgeting to try and get it loose. Yep. You can't blame a man for trying. No, no, you cannot. 
I am not an animal and it's barely a whisper at this point. Can you get it? Blushes all across his face and he just lets out a sigh. And then the next one, which you can barely see, I am an animal. Yes. <laughs> and then we see, we see Control's hand slipping, the chain just whipping right out of its hand. And oh my gosh, I think I just cheered. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something slightly more inappropriate, but cheered. I'll go with cheered. <laughs> um, but, I can concur. Yeah. I can concur. So yes. now this, so his hand is wet, control. Yes. And that's from the dripping oh. parts. Yeah. Okay. That's what I figured. It's There was only a little bit left. There was yeah. only a little bit left. So we haven't so. seen the hearts. There are no hearts here. But to me personally, I feel like they're, they're thawed out. Yeah. Yep. Completely. Fully agree. That hand yeah. is, yep, it's slipped. <sighs> I love it. Can I just say this is the best episode ever? Oh, yeah. It we're really, not, we're not even done like, yet, but this is just the best exceptional like, episode. My heart feels like all the things right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we're about to... <laughs> We're about to feel we're just gonna we're just gonna pause here for just a second because at this point even though I knew I wasn't done with the episode I was reading and I was just my heart was pounding so yeah. hard and I was just oh my gosh oh no <sighs> and then yes. Mongi could have ended this episode here mm -hmm. which is what she, she does a, a lot generous. yeah she she's a generous queen <laughs> very generous very generous queen and she continues we are, we are okay. about to have very intense. I can't even look at it. It's so intense. It's so, so good. He, he has lost all control and he just. I am an animal. I love intense. that. I am an animal. Puts his hand on her waist, leads in for a kiss on the neck, which is, oh gosh darn. You know I'm zooming in. Uh, in his hands. I'm just... Neck kisses. Oh. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. The Ooh. look on okay. Sam's face, though, we have to discuss that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to read this. So I'll be composed myself. <laughs> so um, one neck kiss. Then he leans in even closer and he goes down her neck and she's trembling and blushing. She's like, Charles. <laughs> 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 you know what? The reason I had you do this one was because I knew I wouldn't make it through. <laughs> yep. Oh, this. Oh, right here. <gasps> Is this what we were talking about? This. Oh, these two next panels. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Yes. So then he takes his finger, takes it, it back runs along her bare back, uh, slides it up, which is freaking hot. Okay, like so my like, jaw hurts from how tense I am from like <laughs> smiling and it's just like. Whew. I think I just stayed on the oh jaw. Oh. I felt this. I yeah. felt this. I think I think my back arched when I read this. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. This could be so well drawn. Oh my goodness. So smooth. Like he's just like a sexy little demon. <laughs> he just knows mm. he's doing. Charles, yes. <laughs> he has very talented hands. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad we're all grown women doing this episode. <laughs> I told I told awesome. my husband it's time for me to enjoy my mommy porn. 100 percent 
But do you also see the movement in just those two panels? Because you start, he starts with his thumb, like his thumb skims up, <gasps> then he turns his hand a little bit so that his index finger does it, and then he turns it a little bit more so that his middle finger, like he's literally like skimming his hand up. Like you okay. see movement in those two fucking panels. Like, <laughs> how can you not feel that? If you, you are not a sexual being, no matter what you are. <laughs> I don't care if you're an alien. If you read this, you're feeling something. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then she gasps appropriately. And he's we all did. Head we all did. Forward in her neck. And he's, oh, he's like kissing the part where her shoulder meets her neck. Oh my freaking gosh, how could you resist? I would not be able to stand straight at this moment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> my legs would have been jello. I would have been in a puddle on the floor and I'd be like, come back, I'm over here. They're literally in her bedroom. Her bed is right there. Like, how could they have stopped? Over a little bit. Oh. oh my god! And he's pulling down her dress. He pulls it down. He literally pulls it down. Yeah. My husband's sending me texts right now, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm ignoring you. I'm a little busy. <laughs> we have reached the climax. We've, well, not that climax, but you. Know. <laughs> no, but I'm close enough. <laughs> I was uh, whatever. It was, this was what you were supposed to send your husband. We are at the climax. Go away. <laughs> or come back later. <laughs> Stop it, Jeremy. He's sending me all these memes. I don't even know what they are, but I know he's listening. So he's probably laughing at me. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, this, I'm just saying, these panels are good prelude, in my opinion. If, or some couple of activities. 100%. <laughs> okay. So pulling down the dress, and now he is growling and about to bite her on the shoulder. And she's like, "Child, wait," which is uh, also like just. <sighs> I can't, so I thought you biting, said you liked submissiveness. Yeah, like way too much information, but like biting again, like one of those things that I'm just like I'm puddled. We've like seen that. him do it twice now, and it is just. <sighs> I'm sweating. Yeah, I yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> right, Charles, wait! Don't wait. Okay. Don't wait. She's like, don't bite there. People will be able to see it. And he jumps. And then she turns around. Yep. Sexiest look ever. And yep. she is following Monica's advice. Yep. Only the human eye can see them. <laughs> oh my God. She learns fast, this girl. <laughs> and Charles. The student has become the master. Okay. What's interesting here, though, is that Charles' reaction is to rein himself he sees that like that that literally hurt she's forward for the first time like this is her actually like like it's coming on to him like being like she's yeah, telling him what she wants yeah right here exactly she's actually being like an upfront sexual being with him right here and that's what snaps him out like well it, com yeah. it completely in all honesty i think the fact that she's inviting it mm -hmm. is completely going over his head though Oh, true. Yeah, because he gets kind of he. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he thinks he, that he's, he's in control. He is appalled right now about what he's done. Mm -hmm. Poor boy. Yeah. Poor so, like, part Poor of me, boy. Part of me wants to like jokingly be like, "You think this is all you, buddy?" <laughs> like he was just like, "I was so good. I made her say something like this." <laughs> so yes, really it's like, "Oh, I made her. Oh, I made her give in, and I oh." No, yeah, I, I, I think, Sarah, I think what you said first is, I don't think he even, like, registered the, the second part. I think he just registered the, oh, stop. 
part. Don't bite me there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he went for, I think he was just so shocked by that. Like he didn't even listen to what she said after, or like maybe when he runs it over later, he'll remember that, but I don't think he processed it yet. Right now he's just appalled about what he's done. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's a bad thing. Ugh. I know. No, it's like, wait, what? I love how frail his hold on that is. Like, it's- Oh yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So grass for the train again. And it still has the water, you know, the water running down. And then but, he just like leans over the bed. Sorry, go ahead. You want to say No, I was just, I was just wanting to talk about this hand grasping the end of this chain, just the tail end of this chain, and mm-hmm. it looks totally. Uh, is it what emaciated? Is that emaciated, the word I'm looking yeah. for? It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And. I mean, when we first saw Control, Control was this monster, was yeah. this buff monster, and now he is just frail and atrophied atrophied perfect yes Mm -hmm. and he's just barely grabbing the end of this chain and reining himself in and we all know that that's not gonna last long no yes yes this much is unraveled already he's screwed (laughs) ah that's great i only hope you know it's i i have kind of thought that the release of control would come with emotional healing that it would come when he became emotionally healed and then he would learn to let go. But like I see he's doing the letting go without the emotional healing part. Well, part of me is wondering, because um, this is what I was wondering before, what emotions is mm-hmm. control holding back at this moment? And which, control, which emotion, let, which right. emotion was released at this moment? Um, because I don't think all of them were, right? right? So I still think we need to see, um, and before the emotional healing can come, I think we still need to see how broken Charles is. Because mm-hmm. we might be seeing the lust or the love or whatever coming through, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, like you were saying, guilt and um, pain and trust that is being blocked right now as well and I emotion emotional healing was a good way to put that because he's not you know though he can't emotionally heal when he is not accessing those emotions so like mm-hmm. when if control slips completely that's also not a great thing like I think when we see that it's not going to be very pretty but yeah. I mm-hmm. think that it needs to happen for us to get to a good place yeah, we're cheering for it as if like we're thinking like we're gonna get a puppy and all we're seeing is the good things and the sexiness and the Sam love and all the cuteness when in reality the puppy gets here and then it starts shitting everywhere and you have to crate train it and then like it's barking in the middle of the night and, up, and keep... you're like crap why did I get a puppy like so yeah I keep seeing... thinking of that panel where we see Charles just sobbing mm-hmm. and that broke me that broke me and I kind of think we're going to see something like that again. Yeah. But oh, not right now. Yeah. yeah. But for now, we'll just think about the good things. Like yes. the wagging tail of a puppy. <laughs> yeah. And he just like bounces away from her, drapes himself over the edge of the bed. He physically <laughs> turns away. Like he, he knows that he'll be too tempted if he, he is. her. He's and devastated. He's- I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. He, look at the and his body language like he's like so closed off he's literally crouching in on himself like and almost does he look like he's almost shaking a little to you yeah yeah mm-hmm. or grip i don't know if it's shake yeah i guess shaking because like, his head too mm-hmm. yeah and he's like samara i'm sorry i told you to take the lead and i got carried away i shouldn't have done that please forgive me and <laughs> 
you know, he's in, he's reading the situation. I think he's reading the situation wrong, right? You know, he's taking blame upon himself when nobody's mad at him, right? But he's mad at himself because he expected himself to control himself and he didn't, right? Even though, like, if he would be reading the room rationally, he would realize that she's really into him and she wants, mm-hmm. um, you know, she wants him. So what, yeah, he's just, uh, I don't know. He's, he's a broken person. He's a broken man. He's got a lot of learning to do mm-hmm. about himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot Very of growing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And she thinks, she says, oh, you think you were the one to make the first move. And then he pauses and like, I love this panel right here. It's just a pause. <laughs> Nothing's moving. He freezes. Which, by the way, I think also he overlooked that because he had expectations of Samara. He thought of her as very shy and not confident, and he never expected her to come on to him. So I think that just went over his head because he mm-hmm. was expecting it. So, yeah, but she's changing. Also, I just noticed um, that panel that's right under the, the hand grabbing the chain where he says, Samara, I'm sorry. I love the composition of that panel because you see him hunched over like the dark headboard, the dark room in the background. Like it's like he's. Oh, that's where that's the direction he's facing. It's very dark. And Mm -hmm. she's got that light coming in from the window. Like it's very like open and airy and light and like, and it's just like a complete, like it actually shows like their mindsets without us having to act. Like it's like literally the sub, the subcontext in the comic is exceptional. Um, so little things like that I mean yeah no that's beautiful I didn't think of that it's almost as if he's thinking that um he was sexually assaulting her almost Mm -hmm. and it's like dude you weren't yeah you weren't stepping over you were stepping into her trap yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is what she says now and he says what do you mean and she pauses for a moment with a little worried look and grasps her zipper and pull, pulls it up in one second. And he's like, <laughs> he stands straight up. <laughs> and she's like, the zipper was stuck, but it gets stuck all the time. And it's easy to fix. And I wanted you to do it for me. It may not have been the most direct approach, but it's the best I could manage. I'm still really shy. <laughs> and I love how we just like, look at that hand. Like, yeah, oh God, he's just so cute. Oh gosh! And now he's like, and I she's looking so worried there too. I mean, she did such a good job. She did. My goodness, it wasn't very direct. I'm sorry, but it's all I could manage. (laughs) If that's all she could manage when she hasn't really learned much, wow! Imagine the potential. (laughs) (laughs) She will be yes. Also, she's gonna be her mother. She's gonna be her mother. She's gonna be throwing sparkles at him yeah <laughs> <100%. What a woman. laughs> um i like the, the the showing and telling like she doesn't just say like no charles like this was me she literally sh- like she, she proved it yeah she literally just zipped it up like in a second it was like very and that like really drives the point home which is like oh oh <laughs> like it really snaps it into place which also shows to me that the fact that charles couldn't get it up for like five you know panels or whatever just means he wasn't trying very hard <laughs> all right sturdy my brain went completely different <laughs> like i'm pretty sure it's it, i think it went up immediately <laughs> yeah. yes i was looking for that by the way i was like i so definitely zoomed in 
I yeah. was I was zooming in on panels. <laughs> we, we we did get a, a uh, that would be three of us actually. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> okay. I'm being perfectly honest here. <laughs> and he is very pleased. He's like, I shouldn't be surprised. Oh, oh, I was just thinking at the very, very first when she, the the pre the reminder a panel where uh we see him and, e and eva i thought you liked confident women that where she zips it up herself that <laughs> confidence awesome. has got to be awesome for him oh yeah that's exactly what he means by being confident oh yeah <laughs> and nice. oh, his next words mindy just go for it i love it i know right <laughs> i shouldn't be surprised you have always we... been exceptionally clever have dinner with me tonight and you can show me more of how clever you are. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, I said that before, but yeah. All for a hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> and yeah, and he offers to take her to dinner and <laughs> show me more of how clever you are. I don't know about you, but I read it in a certain way, you know. It's we all did. IQ, yeah. yeah. And Please show me how clever you are. <laughs> yes. I beg I of you. <laughs> we this all want to see. So there's nothing sexier than an intellectual couple. Like she, like they're both intelligent beings and like they use that brain power to amp up the sexy and I love it. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. Look how happy yes. he is. Like, she she is. Just, like no. He's smiling. She's blushing and happy and oh, she's proud of me. I did yes. a good job. Swear to God, if Mongi breaks my heart, I will have to riot. <laughs> He's gonna no. break it. That's I don't when we have to resort to fan fiction. Yeah, no, I, I really, oh man, I just can't see anybody else being Endgame. She's spending mm -hmm. so much time developing such an amazing connection between these two characters. It would be like taking Tora and um, he calls her Bobby. Right. <laughs> at poppy yeah yeah, that way they, yeah midnight poppy led there um it would be like separating those two and handing her off to somebody else that we okay, like in the but story to be fair, work. Work. i don't i have trust issues with mongi because like <laughs> lily has outright said like you know this couple is endgame like she's like literally expressed like this is like you know the, the, this is you know a romance comic it has a happy ending and mongi on the other hand i remember it was a long time ago but she i don't remember if it was on patron i don't remember who's on uh in you know one of her q a's but she said that like the comic has like a different ending than any comic she's ever seen and i was always like like what does that mean <laughs> like, like to, be, to be fair to be fair that was so early on that was before charles even became a thing it was it was but like that no no i but, do yeah. i what i'm saying is when she said that when she said that if you think about it when she first started this the comic it was a given that she and marshall were going to be together it was okay. a given okay it was a given no, I actually and so when that, she said that but we're yeah so, but but, just, i never thought that but we're thinking about, so but. when she said that she was basically saying she could have i don't know what she's saying exactly she could have been saying well usually you get this story uh, and you know who the end game are because you get introduced the first panel but then we get somebody else introduced what 15 panels in 15 episodes in and you still don't think it's them you don't even like him and so 
I kind of feel like Charles is the answer to that. But I then again, I would bend everything <laughs> Mongi said to make it sound. I was like, I, wanted say, it to. I like your optimism. I, I, I feel like my heart is going to be broken. So I'm like, I, I'm like Charles right we now. I'm do, a little bit I, like bringing myself in because I know it's going to hurt. I don't know. I think so, it might hurt. So I'm afraid. <laughs> so my prediction, which is, I think, I think Sabra, you also um, thought this, but I think that something is going to happen where there's going to be this big schism between him and, and Sam. He's going to get hurt. He's going to misinterpret something. He's going to run away. And they're going to have like this big drama between them. And then maybe, you know, then she'll get together with Marshall. And then, then we'll see the end or what happens. If it's I like, I think Sam we'll see a friendship blossoming between her and Marshall, but I don't think it's going to, I don't know. I really don't see it becoming more than that. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Either. I, think I don't see it. Sorry. Go ahead, Mindy. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, I think I, I definitely see like, I think they both find each other attractive, but I also don't think you can't be friends. You can't not be friends with somebody you find attractive. Like, like, I think that's still perfectly acceptable. Like they both think they're both good looking people. They obviously like Marshall has blushed. He's obviously looked at Sam's wonderful assets, like, but that doesn't mean they can't be friends. So, um, he's, he's not blind. <laughs> he yeah, can exactly. enjoy what he sees. Right. Exactly. So I'm really hoping that, um, I have this, like, it's, it sounds weird. I have this like theory that like you are friends with people you're attracted to, like same sex, not so, depending on, even if you're, you know, cisgendered, heterosexual, like I find people that I'm friends with, like not even just like physically, but like they're a person I'm attracted to, their personality, like the things that you mesh with, you pick friends, like you pick spouses. Like my husband is also my friend. Like I look for- Well, you've got to be attracted to them in some way, not just sexually, but intellectually. Yeah, There's exactly. some type of attraction there needs to, to be an attraction anybody that you some have level. a connection with. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's physical, maybe that's emotional, maybe it's intellectual, but in some way there needs to be attraction. So like you can still be attracted to someone physically and just be a friend with them or, you know, you need to have some level of attraction for them to be a part of your circle, who you want in your life. Um, so I think it's perfectly fine. That, that Sam and Marshall have attractions on different levels. They have the same interests. They do find each other attractive in, in their looks. They also fill in a missing piece. Sam needs an artist for her, <laughs> for her game. Yes. And Marshall is an aspiring artist. He wants, yeah. that's like his dream. So hence the little bounce that we saw. That was so adorable. Oh so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So, yes, I think Marshall is an important part in Sam's life and her growth but I don't think it is going to be end game. Yeah. Mostly because it would break. What were you going to say, Mindy? I, I uh, cut you off. Oh, that in terms of like the personalities, I also see them just being really good friends, but I do think Maji wants to build up the romantic element just to build the drama in the story. So that's Which is why, why I, I think fun. she's making you think that he's Dion when in actuality it's Charles. <laughs> Oh, you knew I was gonna oh, bring geez. it up. You knew I was gonna bring it up. Oh, I, have no I am in the minority. There was that um yeah. that uh what is Pole. it? Poll. And what it was it like 15 people thought it was Charles. I think the stalker got more votes. <laughs> it was just like, I will die on this hill. <laughs> Alone yes, if I have to. Are. Yes, you're marshalling up a lot of evidence. Ah, yes. marshalling. Bum, bum. Yeah. I actually did not even say that on purpose, by the way, but thank you. Oh, my goodness. So good. Right. Best episode ever. Best it's episode good. ever. This, this was awesome. 
and it's like we were discussing before we were recording this but like it all happens in the span of like three minutes like this episode is literally a flashback a memory and then yeah like tiny little window Zipping up a zipper yeah that's it and yet mm-hmm. there's so much in that to talk about mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we are pathetic i'm just gonna say it. no we are not we are enriching our lives with our hobbies okay mindy <laughs> you are an angel <laughs> I'm like, i appreciate the outlet okay. that's all i'm saying I, one of my majors in undergrad was English. And what do you think they do in all these journal articles, which I have read and which I still read. Well, okay, I don't necessarily read them, but in all these books published about the classics, they do this kind of analysis. So people, okay, that's this, true. Is, this is college level stuff right here. That's true. We are going in deep. We are yeah, going even in, deep. in high school, I remember thinking like we would analyze a poem and they'd be like, the blue door actually like signifies like the birth into an afterlife. And I'm just like, maybe she liked the fucking blue door. Like, do we actually think it's like, maybe she just liked the color blue. And like, I feel like that's what we're doing now. It's you're right. We are analyzed, deeply analyzing and possibly getting drastically wrong the intentions of the artists <laughs> that we are following um but you're right i i appreciate that connection because you're right we are doing literary critiques here i, I thank think you yeah exactly anyway i um I've, I've totally changed my whole perspective on on this stuff like i always love stories but seeing what doing this podcast and what webtoons has done in my life like I was a very nasty person during those years when I was not creatively in touch with myself. Like I was working, I, I, I talk about it all the time because it was a very big part of me. Like I, I worked crazy hard. I was in school and I, I was not a nice person because I wasn't happy because I wasn't connected to that. And mm-hmm. as soon as I found Webtoons again and I started doing the podcast, I became happy again because I was creatively fulfilled and I was doing something I loved. Like I love the emotional analysis and I love gagaing over like these Webtoon relationships and, and connecting with women that we don't I, I've never met Saber before and yet here I am like absolutely drooling over this man made of lines together <laughs> yeah and the reason that my husband never complains about the podcast even though I do it a couple evenings a week and like whenever I'm sitting at the computer and I'm not working I'm working on the podcast is because he knows that I am a much happier person and his life is better because of this <laughs> yes 100% I mean the amount of times that my husband has benefited from at webtoons romance scenes i mean mm-hmm. he should be like he should 100 percent be like patrons for all of these uh artists <laughs> i love it he is benefiting <laughs> mm-hmm. yep i love it exactly yeah Anyways. all right the last so, few panels yes so now we go to the daily grind and i was like oh what are we gonna see we're gonna see you know d or or, or like i don't know you know angela link and no nope. we see Mongi. <laughs> you know, it might as well be Mongi. <laughs> but we also see two background characters who I think maybe they're patrons or maybe they're friends of hers or something. Like they're just, it looks like pictures of real people. So I wonder if they're like. In the last couple of chapters, I've noticed she's gone to using like a lot of stock images for background oh, okay. items, background people. I think it's just, I think it's just a technique, a time oh. saver for, for producing chapters, but I'm not okay. sure. I thought it might be patrons, but yeah. It would be a good idea if it was, but yeah, it's yeah. probably just stock footage. Yeah. So her phone chimes, she looks at it and she smiles while she's tapping it. And we get a glimpse of her text conversation with Kiddo, who is <laughs> Sam. And it says, 8.20 a.m. This isn't going to work, Monica. Trust me, it will work. No straight man can resist the damsel in distress play. I can't do it. I'm too embarrassed. Head up, heels on, tits out. 
my gosh, it worked. <laughs> I love it. I do have a question. So the eye, the lips, the eye, and then the nail polishing, does that have a title? I mean, what 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 exactly is she going for with that? I mean, I get the, the drift like, of it. Like that. Is that what it is? No, I don't so, know. To me, it's like it's, Fair queen. It's, I don't know. It's like a confidence thing. It's like, like, yeah, it's like a hair flip. It's it's the equivalent oh, okay. of a hair flip. It's like right, the female's like feminine power, like is what I think it, like but I don't power. think it, I don't know of it as a name, but I've seen people use it before. And it's usually, it's like, it's kind of like a way of saying like, told you so I was right, but in like a sexy kind of confident way. Got it, got it. Okay, I get it. I love oh, how, I was, uh, I was, like, Sam like, Sam, like, oh, you should be sexy. You know, like, like that's how you are now. <laughs> Cause that's that's painting nails so it's like it's it's like a it's an emoji of hands and then like nail painting mm -hmm. so yeah it's kind of like like a like to me it's like it was like a hair flip like a power move feminine power. yeah exactly that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah that's, it's like ca casual like i told you like yeah why why doubt me why that, doubt me that's exactly it yeah feminine got it power. got it yes yep. what she's doing i love how uh she's got um Sam saved his kiddo with a question yeah. mark. <laughs> yeah. Like she didn't remember friendship. who it was when she what? The friendship is so cute. Like they they came from like, you know, scary dog alpha lady and Sam being like, <laughs> like her actually being a, a really positive um influence on on her sexuality, on her femininity, mm -hmm. on her like just her confidence. Like she has mm -hmm. this sexually charged friend now who she's realizing that sex is okay and being and how sad is it that she's got so many friends in her life women friends and then she didn't feel comfortable going to them but I'm glad that she's got although Monica. so so this is um I relate to this heavily because I have always been I've always been a relatively like over sexualized person like I read like romance novels at a young age like I I had parents who were very open about sex so like my my idea of sex was like always very unstigmatized like any whatever gets you off like as long as you're not hurting anybody else like I don't give a shit from a young age I was like cool awesome this is great um so but a lot of my friends childhood friends like I never it was always taboo like you grew up together so like you never talked about this kind of stuff like my friends knew my parents so like they would openly talk about sex things in front of them and like they were always just like oh, <laughs> that was like, my that life was, yeah it was like my fascinating. Friends were also very open <laughs> when I yeah. got in when I got engaged really, really quick, when I got engaged, my mom told me her, the, the first sex joke I'd ever heard out of her mouth. And I was just like floored. It was like, I joined a club as soon as I got engaged. Oh. All right. Continue. I was like little, I like my parents were just like, they were just like chill about everything. Um, but I know that I never, those childhood friends, the people I knew from a young age, the people that I grew up with, like, I don't have that same connection of the, I have a very large webtoon community now that I have friends in. And like, there is nothing we don't talk about. Like we talk about like, it's, it's very Monica Sam relationship of like, um, a lot of people coming out and like for the first time they say something and it's like, oh my goodness, is this okay? Can I talk about this? And all of a sudden we're like, oh yeah. And then we unleash all these like kinks talks and all these other crazy things. And um, it's, people are just like, oh, oh my God, like this is okay to talk about. I'm like, yeah, lay it on me, girl. Like we can talk about, you name it. Like I no 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 hold. Like if this makes you feel good, let's talk about it. Um, so I feel like I can relate to this very well that sometimes like, it's not that you're not close with those other friends. It's just that topic is you, you were too close. Maybe you, you had a different, you already had a relationship formed based around mm -hmm. video games. Well, they, um, yeah. 
emotional needs that are that are deep, you know her illness they see her too as someone they met in the hospital that was sick and so monica just sees her and as another woman grade school yeah exactly she's, she's just a frail little one that they have to protect they can't see her as a sexual woman with sexual needs and, exactly and i'm sure yeah. they're glad that she's expo- i mean obviously um vicky well they helped yeah. her with but yeah yeah like explore it but and, and maybe now that Monica is, or Monica, that Sam is, has found other people to explore her sexuality with and has grown with it, maybe her and Vicky can have more conversations about it. And then they'll realize, you know, like, cool, they can have this now. But that relationship wasn't there at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes you meet new people in your life. I firmly believe that you find new people as you move on your journey as you that you're them. supposed to find and grow with. Mm-hmm. And maybe they stay, maybe they don't. But like you had that moment of growing with that person. Like, um, yeah. 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 Uh, I remember Mongi mentioning in an interview when they were talking about somebody asked, um, "Are I really miss Monica? Are we going to see Monica at all during uh, season season three, season four? I don't even remember where we are. Yeah, season three, three, <laughs> three, three. <laughs> uh, And she's like, "Actually, you're going to see her more. She's going to develop a really great friendship with with Sam." And see, and Love it. when I when I heard that, I was like. I don't think Sam can develop a romantic relationship with Marshall uh, if she is really good friends with Monica. <laughs> That's the, the girl code, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not broken up. They're, well, they are, but they're on a break. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, it would be great drama. Like, I, I think I mentioned this before. Like, it's, if Monica told her, like, oh, take care of Mar- Marshall for me. And if that ended up developing into a relationship and Monica would get hurt, Yes, it would be very painful, but it would be great story trauma. <laughs> but what kind of trauma am I willing? No, am I ready for? Oh, don't do this to me, Mindy. <laughs> I, I, I like all that stuff. I like, huh? I was telling my friends, I was like, what did I say? Oh yeah, whatever, discussing issues, let's just say. And basically I said to them, like, I like drama. Like my life without drama would be boring. And, you know, I was talking about my attraction to like, some unhealthy elements in men right and I said I just can't go with this emotionally stable man because it's too freaking boring I'm like I just don't like it so yes I like drama <laughs> so oh, yes well, is delivering <laughs> he definitely is oh but this yeah this this episode was golden absolutely cute- golden a cute happy end it was it was sexually charged it was like it really was deep for what it was for the for the amount of time we were given with these two characters and then it just ended on such a cute little like girl power can't believe that worked just a very positive (laughs) episode overall and now we have a date to look forward to yes yay Hmm. that'll be fun their self-control because if it was me there um lucy we will be a little bit late to to work (laughs) yes taking the day off yeah. <laughs> what's gonna happen when papa bear gets home uh, there's your drama mindy my gosh. <laughs> we're gonna need it we're gonna need her mom to have him out and like don't kill the welsh boy oh so good he'll probably fire him good. And, and then he'll be like, and then he'll take that new job in London and then she'll keep playing with Dion and miss Charles and realize that it is Charles and she hasn't been away from him at all. <laughs> okay, Sam Rowley. Okay, we here, we here. <laughs> Dying on that hill. <laughs> I will, I will. See me on this hill? You know, when it, when it turns out that I'm right, <laughs> I get gloating oh. time. 
I, get I was just saying, time. I'm going to need your mailing address to send you tissues when you find out you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I got them right here. <laughs> I do fully acknowledge I could be wrong. I just <laughs> will not allow myself to think that way. So dying on this hill. <laughs> yeah. we, all, we all need our delusions to get us through life. <laughs> no, it's okay. it could, I'm open-minded. It could be whoever. I don't know. I just can't, I really honestly can't believe how um, divided it was. That, that's really what surprised me. It's like, am I just blind? Am I totally blind? Because all I see is Charles. I just well, see Charles. As you said, there were about 13 other people who agreed with you. So you're not. Yeah, it doesn't count because really you know what? I saw like three of them had voted for all of them. Oh, I see. So I'm not even sure how many really do believe that it is Charles that are there with me. It's just me. It's just me, Mindy. I'm all alone. <laughs> oh. There's no one here besides me. <laughs> well, actually, you also have a hydrobatic element. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Overly dramatic. <laughs> oh, it's been so fun, guys. Thanks for yes. letting me vent. Thank you. I'm happy you got to join. And thank you so much for doing this. This was so much fun. Great job. <laughs> well, have a wonderful night and we'll see. Look forward to many more wonderful episodes. <laughs> Sounds good. Ready for that date. <laughs> Bye, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Sasha, Talcos, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Laura, Joanne, Patty, Jen, Imelda, Esther, I'm watching you towards Poppy Seed, Marie, Jen, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, D, and Kay. Your support is truly appreciated. 